Blog Talk Radio. Sit back. Sit back. Relax. And unwind. Those are the doctor's orders. This is the Dr. Ice Morning Show. Broadcasting worldwide. Giving you the best classic soul, smooth R&B, and the blues. Exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
678-4755 or hit me up at 616-531-9853. Yeah, it is the night thing with yours truly. I am your chocolate titty bear, baby. Talk, talk, talk. 
talking. You can be doing anything you want to be doing. Come on, come on back, come on back. four years. It's about the next 40 years. Let me take you back to constitution and governance. The president of the United States has the authority to place men and women as judges all across the district courts, the appellate court, and the Supreme Court. This current president, in his four years, has appointed more judges than every other president except Jimmy Carter. In four years, President Donald Trump has appointed 198 judges to the bench, two to the Supreme Court, some 50 plus to appellate court, and the rest to district court. And many of those appointees will sit as justices of judgment for the rest of their lives. 198 judges have been appointed by this president. Do you know how many of those 198 appointees are black? Do you know how many 
of the 198 appointees of this president are of color. Of the 198 judges that this president has placed on the bench, not one of them is black. Not a single black face sitting as a judge under this president. 198 judges, and not one of them is black. the next 40 years, let me take you back to Constitution and governance. The President of the United States has the authority to place men and women as judges all across the district court, the appellate court, and the Supreme Court. I'm going to go ahead and start it back over. And 98 judges. Four years. 198 judges. And not one is black. So when you don't vote, you don't determine who stands at trial. When you don't vote, you don't get to sit in the jury and determine the fate of those in trial. When you don't vote, you don't get to help determine the judge that sits on the bench. Don't tell me you out here hollering Black Lives Matter if you don't vote. Black Lives don't matter to you if you don't vote. Don't tell me you're mad that Daniel Cameron has not indicted the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor if you don't vote because you ain't got nothing to do with it. How dare you not vote? When we don't vote, we dismiss ourselves from being part of leveling the playing field of justice in the United States of America. 198 judges, and not one is black. We've got to cultivate a vision. We've got to cast our vote. Y'all, we've got to challenge racism with our voices. With your voice, you can remind this nation that black lives matter. With your voice, you can help point out systemic racism embedded in our nation, in our corporations, in our businesses, and in our communities. With your voice, you can make your coworker and your neighbor aware of both their unconscious and their blatant racial insensitivities. With your voice, you can challenge Karen and let her know that her temper tantrums based on the fragility of her white privilege are no longer acceptable. With your voice, you can demand police changing in your local communities. With your voice, you can have peaceful conversations that broaden and birth new opportunities in our homes, in our schools, in our communities. Beloved, I came by to tell you that God has created an atmosphere in this year that's given us an opportunity to raise our voices. George Floyd's death has opened American ears. Social media has exposed and embarrassed the racist hypocrisies of the United States of America. People are now paying the cost for their racial insensitivities and behavior. The atmosphere is fertile. America is listening. Real change is possible if we're willing to raise our voices. If you don't believe it, ask Sister Ednita Wright, 
I hope you know who that is. And Nita Wright was on work travel in Williamson, North Carolina with her two children. She was staying at a Hampton Inn and had her two children down at the pool with some other hotel guests. The white desk manager came out seeing this black woman with her two black children in the pool and asked for proof that they had the right to be there and said, and I quote, because people like you use the pool unauthorized. Sister Ednita understood that that was racism in her face, and she simply said, who are people like me? The woman kept demanding for identification. Ednita simply showed her card and showed that it worked to gain access to the pool and said, this is all I need to show you. The white desk worker did what Karens do, called the police. The police showed up, and the police did what police do, harassed the black woman at the word of the white woman. They demanded that Sister Ednita give proof of identification, and she, knowing her rights, said, I'm not showing you identification. I have broken no laws. They then went to her car and ran her license plate expecting to find a warrant because clearly all black people have warrants out for them. When they found that she had no warrant and found her name, they went back to the desk and found out not only was she a registered guest, but she had paid for two rooms in that hotel. Did she get a sorry? No. Did she get a we made a mistake? No. And in the past, it would have just been swept under the rug. But because we are in a fertile season where God has called us to use our voices, Sister Ednita had the good sense of mind to record the whole daggone thing. She posted it. It went viral. And Hilton, which owns Hampton, had to come out with a statement that they do not tolerate racism in any way. And they fired the desk manager on the spot because we have reached a place where our voices can help change our land.